tonight on Rogue Padron. F in the chat for the lady luck. Chewy in coveralls. A home visit from your boss. Aggressive authorizations. And the Lando and Luke adventures. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Nine standing by. Rogue Three standing by. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Season 21, Mission 6, Episode 170 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we'll be talking about Jedi Academy Trilogy, Jedi Search by Kevin J. Anderson, Chapters 22 through 26. But before that, a quick reminder of your host, because it has been a couple weeks since you've gotten a new episode. So if Heath Rogue 3 was a type of egg dish, he'd be scrambled eggs because they are safe and you can make them fancy, but you can also just put some cheese on top and be done with it. Fine. Love scrambled eggs. <laughs> just, just be done. <laughs> Ash Rogue 9 would be the toast where you cut out a shape in the middle of the bread <laughs> and then you fry the egg on the inside because it's cute, but it does take some structural consideration and know-how <laughs> to do it properly. <laughs> I also love those. Egg dishes are great. I t- so- I need some structural consideration. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> oh my That's true. Soft Rogue Seven would be quiche because she's an anytime food that's good hot or cold. Aww. I'm going to stop saying I love these after everyone because I just love egg. We just love eggs. <laughs> I just love eggs. <laughs> Welcome to Rogue Egg squadron. I don't know. <laughs> Danny Rogue Six. Danny Rogue Six, who is uh, back at home but still not joining us because why join us if you don't have to? Uh, would be <laughs> eggs. Can't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> would be <laughs> eggs mixed into like any other thing because they are always an integral part of the whole. That's very That's true. <laughs> As we have learned. <laughs> They hold everything together. True. They do hold everything together. <laughs> and I'm Meg, rug leader, and I would be show you eggs because I'm salty and also the best part of ramen. <laughs> I was like, I bet makes me show you eggs. That's my favorite part of ramen. It's the like, best part of ramen. It is I, the best part of ramen. <laughs> I have a friend. I have a friend who doesn't like eggs. Um, and whenever we get ramen together, I'm like, give me your egg. Give yes. me your egg. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all I got. It's good. No, it's good stuff. Um, speaking of- <laughs> speaking of eggs, I have a question. Please make it be actually about it. Hell yeah. Um. Okay. So you know the big furry egg in um Mando. Yes, the right? mudhorn egg. Mudhorn egg. Yes, yes. Thank you. What do you think 
chew, uh, a Wookiee egg looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you asked me to make it about eggs. No, this is perfect. I'm just, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to answer this. Like, and I gotta think really fast about it. I think it looks like a Pokemon egg. Would it also be furry? With like green spots on oh. it. But the green spots look like trees. <laughs> oh, that'd be cute. Yep. That's really cute. Yeah. I don't hey. know enough about egg types. It's mm. transparent. You can see and you can see through it. Oh, God. <laughs> He's going for the most cursed answer possible. <laughs> It's the, it's like literally the opposite of what you would expect. Oh, <laughs> where do you expect? But you can see a little baby yeah. Wookiee in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which becomes like, cute at a certain point. But for a while, it's cursed. It's horrible. It's hideous. It's cursed. Well, I, would a Wookiee like fetus look that different from like a human fetus? No, but yeah, exactly. That's why a human fetus looks cursed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a point that they stop looking cursed, but they look cursed for a good while. I assume they come out with fur, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine if Wookiee. That? Imagine if Wookiee <laughs> <and> born bald. <laughs> were furless. They're ah. born bald. <laughs> Babies. They, don't kangaroos like, come out that way or something? I was gonna say I think kangaroos do. I'm sure there's some animal that that happens to. Gotta look this I up. hate that. I hate the idea of an actually naked Wookiee. Like it's probably like one of those cats that's hairless. And yeah, you no. Just okay, see. Duke, yeah. Newborn koalas Duke, naked. Duke. They do look like the hairless cats. I okay. I was looking up do are do kangaroos like give birth or whatever. Yes. One of the questions was one of the like autofill questions on Google is do kangaroos lay eggs? You know what? When when you just asked this question, I was like, yeah, it's like kangaroos because in my brain, Australian animals are just that fucking bizarre. All and of them lay eggs, like lay like eggs, the platypus, and then hold them in their pouch. The egg would yeah. be held in its pouch. Eggs are the pouch to be born, born without legs. What? <laughs> kangaroos are only about one Australia. inch long when they're born. Baby kangaroos, aka joeys, are born blind and hairless. Thanks for that horrifying mental image, Google. <laughs> That's so small. What's the gestation period on a kangaroo? I don't know. <laughs> Not very long, I guess. Right. If kangaroo only one of the I just asked questions about Wookie eggs. <laughs> How long? How long is a kangaroo? Yeah, I'm looking up the gestation period. Thirty six <laughs> days. Holy shit! I guess that's why they have the pouch. Yeah, because it, it finishes developing in the. But it's oh, that baby as soon as possible. They're like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it that whole pregnancy thing. What is a pouch I if not an external womb? We have already oh. de- devolved into. I guess that's why they have the pouch. <laughs> Just. I just have to bring attention to the phrase external womb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is a horrible phrase? Not next I don't ever womb. want to hear that phrase again in my entire life. <laughs> that should just okay, not be that should not be a thing. A fucked up. Ex- external womb. Its primary purpose is carrying a baby. External womb. We're learning so many things today. What if Look, we're an educational a... podcast? What if, what if Wookiees had pouches? What if Wookiees had pouches? What if we don't know if they don't? It's a lot of hair. Could be buried. 
I love what I meant to destroy the podcast so utterly. I think Wookiee eggs look like wicker baskets. <laughs> They're two kinds of people. Wait, are all are all of like the the embryonic fluids like coming out of the wicker basket? No, it's a very tight weave. Yeah, it's a very tight weave. <laughs> wow, that is some talented like inside. It's a very tight weave. <laughs> I am experiencing levels of discomfort that I've not experienced. <laughs> In Ever? several years, oh. I don't think. <laughs> I think they just are like ostrich eggs, so they're very large and they're very they're very thick shell, like yeah, very yeah, hard yeah. to break. So big, big egg, very big egg. Yeah, yeah. And the the mothers hate it. It's like yeah, a kiwi I, egg as well. They just but like massive. But like, imagine being like that. The alternative is like carrying that around inside of you, which is even worse, right? That's true. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Is it like kiwi egg? Not proportionally like kiwi egg. No, they're large. They're very big. The birds are small. Do Wookiees lay eggs? Yeah, everything, even... everything in the Star Wars universe lays eggs. Yeah. I mean, why would a mud horn Except lay for egg? The it makes no sense. We don't Except know that for sure. I was about to say, no, we have seen Luke and Leia. We've watched, yeah, we've watched a birds. We know that we that specific type of human from that particular planet gives uh, life and we don't birth. know that it's not the gives kind of birth <laughs> where like because like some snakes do this as well where they actually do carry like the actual like egg not in the way that like humans do but like an actual fucking egg inside of them and then like the egg cracks inside of them and it looks like a live birth but it's <laughs> kind of i would like fuck. to move on <laughs> to what the, fuck the rest of this episode i think what the uh, look up Why have an egg if you're not gonna let it out? Look up the Timberland. Why do snakes do anything they do? <laughs> That's a really good point. I will look up this cobra. Thank you. Boa, Timberland boa. I think boa does it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but well, also, that was the most rogue padron segment <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, we did go full rogue pod there. We did. You asked for a Star Wars question. And I gave you a Star Wars question. <laughs> it was perfect. Ash, it was perfect. Um, so let's go into a less perfect discussion, which is Jedi <laughs> Search. <laughs> so Morth Duel uh, takes the group around all over Kessel, talking about who cares if we use all the resources that destroy the place as long as we're rich in our own lifetime, which sounded too familiar yeah that was that hit that hits different you know yeah i say it hits different like it's hit me before but you know right it hits in a certain way in 2021 that hits in a bad way (laughs) yeah so everybody eat the rich um lando cleverly asks duel while he's still running the operation solo and (laughs) they all see him flinch obviously super sus (laughs) and uh, Lando asks about joining like the Smugglers Guild with Mara Jade and Talon Card. Those are but, names I know. Yeah. I was like, no. I know those names. And I am pronouncing them correctly this time. Uh, but he told y'all the story of when I was talking to a guy and he was a big EU fan and I referred to Talon Card as Talon Carday. And he went, Ash, his ship is called the Wild Card. <laughs> yeah, I had the exact same experience done to me. And it was recorded on a podcast. 
Yeah, yeah. I I was I just remember being like, I don't get the pun for ages. <laughs> yeah, because I read it as Carde. Yeah. <laughs> but so did I, to be fair, in my head I did as well. How does that spell card? There's two R's. <laughs> to be fair, e yeah. the end. if they did want an, an A sound, they could have just done the Padme E, uh, but they didn't. And that's on them. No, it's not because they didn't want to do that. I fucking hate Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, then Duel, of course, just like disparages the New Republic, uh, but then back paddle back paddles back pedals like oh of course we're in discussions though like it's still a possibility whatever um so link link i am completely sober i just want everybody to know it's just been sounds, a, it. sounds it it's just been a it's just been a day it's been um, a day uh lando luke and r2 ask to go to the asteroid base where all the ships are uh doodle doesn't want to <laughs> That was an autocorrect. Uh, but he relents eventually. Uh, there are a lot of ships around, and Luke thinks bitterly about how they couldn't find any fucking ships when they were fighting <laughs> Thrawn. And this is why? Because they're just here on Kessel for this drug kingpin? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which, like, that's legit, Luke. You should be mad. Yeah, be mad. <laughs> As they walk through, Lando suddenly freezes, shocked, and R2 starts yelling. Luke looks around and sees a very familiar Corellian freighter. Lando composes himself and just says that R2 got hit by some cosmic rays. Whatever it happened. Sometimes cosmic rays just come through and hit your droid. Who among us? I'm going to blame any time in which I just like kind of fuck up. I'm like, oh, cosmic race. Oh, that was a cosmic ray. Sorry. 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 You know Um, how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So Lando asks to speak alone with his assistant and immediately tells Luke that it's the Falcon. He points out where the satellite played his mission. Ha 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 ha. Uh, You understood (laughs) that reference. And other memorable scarring. If he can get inside, he can like know for sure. When Duel returns, Lando says that Luke wants to do a spot check on one of the ships to make sure that they're all being properly taken care of. Of course, they pick the Falcon, and Duel tries to get them to view another ship, but what's the point of a random check if it's not random? Duh. Duh. Lando goes to the cockpit first, poking around. Uh, Seemingly satisfied, they walk down to the corridors, and he stomps his boot, popping up seven secret smuggling compartments he has unlocked from the controls. I remember those from Courtship. Yeah. Leia was stuck in one of those. (laughs) Yeah, she sure was. (laughs) Yikes. Han's kidnapping secret compartments. Perfect for kidnapping. Perfect for smuggling and kidnapping. The woman that you love, (laughs) apparently. Yeah. Oh. So with absolutely, <laughs> with absolutely zero chill, Lando immediately goes, gotcha, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Lando, no. Uh, they have a very sloppy fight and Duel manages to escape the Falcon and raise the alarms. 
They prepare to take off, and Lando says there's probably nothing they can do for Han and Chewie on Kessel anymore. What they need to do is get word to Leia and have her send a full New Republic fleet to handle it. R2 manages to get the shield down, and they take off in the Falcon, pursued by so many ships. So many ships. So many. I Lando- forgot <laughs> that at this point, <laughs> Han is in the fucking maw. <laughs> not even here. He's not even here. Han's not even here anymore. Han so is it's probably a good thing they didn't... dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a good thing they didn't stick around trying to find Han because it wouldn't have worked out for them. It wouldn't have worked. It just just leave. Just leave. You got the Falcon, just leave. And uh Lando just kept talking about like, well, when I owned it, I owned the Falcon. Remember how I own the Falcon, and we're like, "Yeah, we we know, but you know, yeah, we know. we know. You don't own it anymore, though. So it sucks oh, to be you. Yeah, maybe don't gamble. Yeah. Um. So Does in the mall, strikes back just a giant like anti gambling PSA. Like, I don't you know. Is it? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Yeah, sometimes I'm convinced you haven't seen a single Star Wars movie. Yeah, I I am too. I am too. What do you mean I am too? When people talk about scenes like Return of the Jedi, and I'm like, didn't they happen in Empire? Because I don't remember. And people are like, no, they happened in Jedi. And I I have seen Jedi. I do know that because I remember Boba Fett's useless fucking shit in the background like flying around and shit but have you seen return of the jedi or have you just seen boba fett scene compilations on youtube <laughs> that's such a small part of return of the jedi <laughs> okay i have also seen boba fett scene compilations it's like a Ewok. seven second video it's yeah. a vine. <laughs> Sam goes, i have also seen Ewa. <laughs> like, not convinced i am not fully convinced at all <laughs> They did the thing where they take over the ATST, the Atster. The Atster. (laughs) (laughs) I, Seth, I need you to do me a favor and tweet at Ben. I pronounce ATST, (laughs) Atster. I can do that. I'll do that. (laughs) This is an ongoing argument we've had for years. Oh, no. Oh. No. Okay. Well, well, Saf does that. Um, Tulsa Vron comes to Quizux to be an asshole and to tell her that the Sun Crusher needs to be finished, even though she has sent him many reports of it being done. But he always has some weird change for her to make, and he doesn't stay long. He's inconsequential. Um, after he's gone, Quai locks her doors because she needs to do some research and hard thinking about what Han has told her. She knows that they weren't good things that she created, but she did always justify them to herself. She finds the videos of Han's torture sessions, and she's pissed that Dala withheld these from her and deceived her. <laughs> it's easy to break <laughs> into all the secret files. No one would ever think that, like, Kwai would go looking for them. We find out that the program Tarkin put her through was two years long and that they were held in an orbiting station around her homeworld planet of Amwat. When a child inevitably broke, Tarkin would destroy their hometown from space. So pretty good motivation to uh, try to be good at the terrible things he's having you do. Um, And so she had to lock away all of her caring to survive. And she has literally been in the maw like 
ever since she was 12 years old. Um, Explains a lot. Yeah, because it's but it's 12 years later. She's like 24, early 20s or whatever. Like she's just been here. Like uh, Chewbacca, we cut to Chewbacca, who's doing his best to stand up to the abusive keeper in the mines, but he has to relent because he does believe the keeper will just space him. And he needs to stay alive long enough to find out what happened to Han. Fine. That's great. Yeah. Great. The Wookiees are doing maintenance on all the ships. Chewie is specifically working on a salt shuttle in the Gorgon. He thinks about sabotage, but decides that it wouldn't actually work out and like help anything. He does wonder why Dala is suddenly in such a hurry. Back in the Maw, Kwai, the Monstellation, Kwai unlocks her door and stormtroopers are there to escort her to the Gorgon because Dala wants to see her. Kwai plays it cool because they don't have any reason to suspect her of anything. And she also tries to contain her excitement of actually getting to be on a super star, on a star destroyer uh, as she's escorted on the bridge because she knows now is not the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) Now is definitely not the time it's not the time we the new republic has some you can be on those later (laughs) uh dala brought her there because tulsifron sucks so go directly to the source and to make sure that the sun crusher is ready for action kwai asks why the rush and dala very honestly answers that they're going to destroy the new republic with it oops it's time to make a choice Oh, got that forced on her very quickly. Yeah. Well, you know, I was going to think about this, see what happened, etc. Nope. Absolutely not. So on Coruscant, Leia's having a very hard time finding a place for the Jedi Academy. Both Cantoris and Streen are feeling pretty abandoned by Luke. So she hopes that they, with Han, will be home soon. She continuously gets erupted by, interrupted by AIDS and the kids who now have colds. Uh, she fantasizes about how much easier life was when she was out there fighting, like when she got to kill Jabba. Really didn't like it. She was like, ah, yes. The good old days when I was Jabba's slave. Yeah, it was Yeah, the good weird. old days when I was Jabba's slave and I didn't have children. And like, I could just yeah. sit there and look pretty. Like, Yeah, like literally she thought that. It's bad. It's not it's, good. It's bad. Really bad. <laughs> not a good thought to have no it's an it's a worse thought to say out loud (laughs) (laughs) truly (laughs) akbar calls her and it's the only issue she actually feels bad about because who wants to disappoint admiral akbar no one um and he does his best to make her part of the assignment easy and then the door chimes and leia's about to scream but (laughs) It's Mon Mothma, and you can't scream at that woman. She's a lesbian. <laughs> I really just want to see an interaction between Saw Gerrera and Mon Mothma, where she's like, you can't yell at me, Saw. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Right that can like a special edition of Rebels be released, released and have and that include that somewhere. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my god. So Mon Mothma is there for a variety of reasons. She gives her condolences that the kids are sick and she expresses her disappointment that Leia hid the fact that Han is fucking missing. 
Especially yeah. because, like, he did go on an official New Republic assignment. Like, he didn't <laughs> just actually. That people fucking know about this. Land. Yeah, he didn't just actually <laughs> yeah, go on vacation. Like, girl. Um, and she also is there to commend slash console Leia on how good of a job she's doing. <laughs> oh. I'm Leia. just imagining Leia having a complete total breakdown and Mon Mothma just being like five feet away, being like, they're there. Right. They're there. <laughs> Leia's like, but the dinner was a disaster. Uh, but Mon Mothma points out that it was only that much of a da- disaster because of Leia. Only having one drink thrown in one face? Not bad. It's pretty good, yeah. My mom's been to some wild ass parties. <laughs> uh, most importantly, Mon Mothma has an idea about where to have the Jedi Academy. She pulls it up on Leia's console and Leia just feels that this is the right place. But before the readers can find out what it is, uh, Leia gets another call from the Orbital Debris Committee. <laughs> Which to be fair, Orbital Debris is a big it's issue. very important. They have that. It's very important, but like, oh, this committee sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, committee leader Ander scolds her for missing this one weekly meeting <laughs> because her kids are sick and that this is far more important than they are. And Leia tells Ander off saying, how can she care about the galaxy if she doesn't even care for her own children? And if Ander wanted Mechanical and Solace, he should have stayed in the Empire and she'll get her report to him in due time. Uh, I love remember- that Leia is like a hair's breadth away from a mental breakdown and people just keep stacking things. She's like, my husband is missing. My children are sick. Shut the fuck up. Right. My yeah. children who don't trust me because they haven't really seen me for the past two years. Like, Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, and then Leia remembers that her boss is right there. (laughs) (laughs) And promptly assures Mon Mothma that she doesn't let important things slide. But Mon Mothma looks impressed and respects Leia's outburst, which... (laughs) Mon Mothma's like, yes, you are a mother. Mon Mothma's like, fuck Ander, he sucks. She gets it. She She gets gets it. it. She is in weekly committee meetings and she gets it. Yeah. Almost no committee needs to be a weekly meeting. I'll just oh, let no, it does not. Know right it now. could be an email. It could be an email. That could have been an email. Hello, Minister Organa. I know you weren't at the meeting today. Do you have your report? Thank you. Or Thanks. best, comma, ander. <laughs> yeah, it's that easy. Just send an email. Easy peasy listeners just send a fucking email (laughs) not to us we don't check that email yeah not to us because we're really bad at checking our emails (laughs) but at work just send a fucking email it never needs to be a meeting I'm just going to tell you right now it never needs to be a fucking meeting (laughs) Um, Leia muses that she should go train as a Jedi for a few months but knows it can't happen and Mon Mon threatens consoles that there are other important things in store for her besides Jedi training. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Thanks, Mon Mothma. It's it's been a roller coaster with her here. (laughs) So, back in the Gorgon, 
the prisoner cells are surprisingly uncomfortable and disarming. <laughs> <laughs> what a shock. How weird. <laughs> Han is having a bad time. He's so worried about Chewie and Kip and Leia and the twins. And he hears people outside of his cell. And when the door opens, it's Quizux and a stormtrooper guard. He feels pretty hashtag vindicated by dashboard confessional um, <laughs> that she looks like she's been having a bad time trying to reconcile the deeds her inventions have done. Um, she says she's been authorized to interrogate Han. And as the trooper closes the door behind them, Kwai shoots him with a stun bolt. Nice. Han is shocked. And Kwai explains that the fleet is going to be mobilized within a day. Kip is scheduled for execution that afternoon, and we gotta go! (laughs) Han's bravado is back now that he's in his comfort zone of escaping from Imperial facilities. He's had a lot of practice. He has! The only place Han has ever been truly happy is running for his life. (laughs) Yeah. And what he knows. Planet-killing Imperial it's home for him i know how to deal with this (laughs) um and another part of the gorgon kip can feel that the atmosphere has changed people are much more tense that they're getting ready kip can also feel that he's going to be executed that (laughs) afternoon Uh, in my bones i'm about yeah i can feel it in my jellies (laughs) he feels it as jellies i can sense i'm going to be executed that's fine. Kip's useless to them and also to everybody. Um, so he <laughs> hears... said Kip is useless to them and also to us. <laughs> <laughs> he hears people arguing outside of his cell, but can't make everything out. He gets ready to attack anyone who <sighs> comes through the door because he'd much rather die trying to escape than be executed. But then he hears a blaster and a huge thunk against the door and when it opens the trooper takes off his helmet and reveals that it's han solo here to rescue you (laughs) (laughs) my name is han solo i'm here to rescue you're who (laughs) here to rescue you uh kip quickly gets changed into the other set of stormtrooper armor kwai is then arguing with the foreman about taking a wookiee that isn't old and tired and asks for the new one uh, the foreman is a little hesitant because he's still pretty unruly, but eventually he relents because he just doesn't want to fucking doctor anymore. <laughs> mm. Which is a good strategy, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Just take up too much of their time. They might relent. <laughs> uh, Han hates that he can't let Chewie know that it's him and that Chewie is pissed off as he should be. Uh, and can't tell Chewie to like be chill and Han also hates seeing that the other Wookiees are being tortured which yeah Han you should fucking hate that everybody should <laughs> yeah literally everyone should hate leave that. the Wookiees alone they, what did they ever do seriously they're too good leave them let they them go just home. hang out in trees all day leave them alone let them go home and have their wicker eggs like just let them go <laughs> Uh, so as soon as they're out of sight Han takes his helmet off and Chewie is so happy to see him and it's actually very sweet that's so cute Kwai leads them back to the Ma installation and Han is very nervous because why didn't they just hop in a shuttle and leave 
Um, and they haven't been able to communicate what their plan is because they're undercover. And he's worried that maybe he antagonized her too much earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty common worry Han has of like, uh, I, I was a little bit too much of a shit. <laughs> I might have consequences for my action. <laughs> and yet he never learns. And yet. And yet. Uh, so the upside is that the people at the installation know Kwai and it's much easier for them to get around without being suspicious. So Kwai actually leads them into a special secret area. And when they go in, they see a weird looking ship. It's a melted gold color with lots of lasers. And it's also ice cream cone shaped. <laughs> yep. It's the Sun Crusher and they're going to steal it to get it out of the Maw rather than let Dala keep it. Okay. That's certainly a plan. Yeah, it's certainly the Sun Crusher. <laughs> I like that it's the melted gold color because things are a different color. Yeah. 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 So Luke, Lando, and R2 are speeding away from Kessel and the Falcon, but they are taking heavy bombardment just from the sheer numbers of ships that Duel has at his disposal. They manage to take out a few with weapons and also by tricking them into flying into the planetary shield. Um, luckily, Duel has fully charged the shields on the Falcon and kept up the engine, so it's actually flying much better than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, not so luckily. I love the, the idea of Lando sitting in the cockpit and being like, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong. It's working too well. <laughs> Why isn't this a piece of shit? <laughs> it's like, I've got an old truck, and if I don't have to, like, hit the fucking dash to get things to work, then I'm like, hmm, weird, bizarre. There's mm-hmm. a certain, like, there's a certain good, like, when you hit your dash and something starts working, like, there's a certain feeling about that. It's very cathartic anywhere else you are. It is no. very cathartic, yeah. The fawns. Um... Yeah, the, the bad news is that the coordinate computer has been taken out of the Navicomp, so they can't, like, figure out how to go anywhere. <laughs> great. Awesome. <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, and Luke is, like, freaking out about it, but, like, use the fucking force, Luke. <laughs> like, so many how many times have you done this, Luke? Right, like, remember on, like, the first Death Star where you, like, turned off your targeting computer and, like, blew it up like use the force (laughs) (laughs) duel is so mad that they are from the new republic and have taunted and lied to him this whole time as if he is not also a liar um he orders to send out all of the ships even if it's not a good idea and for the falcon to be crushed and destroyed no matter the cost they can't lose them like they lost Han. And he just keeps breaking his fucking mechanical eye. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I like that they did add the line that, like, without the mechanical eye, Duel can't see well enough to fix his mechanical eye, which is like huge glasses mood, where it's like, I don't know where <laughs> I put my glasses, but I don't have my glasses on. So <laughs> I hope I can find them eventually. <laughs> Honestly, like, the problem with getting glasses that have like a very thin frame right. was not the best idea. In hindsight, because when they're up, like far away from me, I can't fucking see them. You can't see them. I can't see so bad. them. <laughs> like that's real. That's a real struggle. Yeah. Um, Luke says that they have to go into the maw, 
and that he can use the force to guide them through. Right now, it's looking dubious that they'll even make it there because there are so many ships, too many ships blocking their path. Uh, even R2 is pretty worried about this plan. <laughs> and R2 is pretty like on board for any shenanigans. Um, and Lando mentions that only an idiot would go into the Maw. And Luke says, let's hope they're not idiots too. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Which... I just, I really love, (laughs) right. I love Luke and Lando as like a duo going on adventures, right? Like I'm glad that it's really funny because when Luke is with Han, they have no brain cells. When Luke's with Lando, Lando at least has a semblance of the brain cell. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Like Lando has had such a hard time navigating the galaxy but has figured out how to do it, has actually been successful. Um, And so like, he's like, no, we can figure this out. I have a plan. Uh, And Han's like, I have a plan, let's shoot him. And it's like, that's not a plan. (laughs) That's not a plan. plan. (laughs) Um, But like, I really like that in in the sequel trilogy, how it kind of alludes to that, like Lando went with Luke to like search for Jedi and stuff before like yeah. excommunicated themselves. They're friends. It's, like, it's it's cute. Like they're just having a good time like going yeah. around the galaxy. Yeah. Like, I, I really friends. like it. I liked that a lot. I and was you like, gotta imagine so that cute. those six months between uh, Empire and Jedi, they became pretty good friends. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like them a lot. So I like this Lando and Luke adventures very much. And that's where we'll end this week and we only have a little bit left to go wow yeah yeah use the force luke is what i have to say (laughs) i mean he did eventually yeah he's like i can use the force to navigate through the mods like you can't use the force to make a hyperspace jump though like uh i have a drinking game for the clone wars where every time you want to yell use the force you take a drink and surprisingly effective you will die you will yeah they really just forget to use the force a lot in that show yeah so many problems like most of the problems that force users have can be fixed by using the force and then they just don't just use the fucking force you that's your one job that's that's the the only one that uses the force at opportune moments grogu yeah the baby yeah (laughs) grogu's good at that Grogu's like, I want that fucker's cookies. Uses the force. Yeah. Solves his problems. Oh, Grandpa Grief is hurt. Heal Grandpa Grief. Use the force. That's what you do. Let me, oh, crap. My dad's going to get, like, gored by this mudhorn. Use the force. Use the force. It's intuitive. Like, be a Jedi. (laughs) Keith, that's you. No, you're muted. muted. You're muted. One second. Can you hear me now? Yes. 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 Hello. Great. Great. <laughs> uh, let's do some listener questions. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, last week we asked which. <laughs> this was a very specific. <laughs> <laughs> this was a very specific question. Yeah. Question that we asked you. Which already haired star wars character would look best with the fuck boy haircut yep bobby frick did we answer this we, we did, did answer this. And my answer is bobby frick that's a good one 
<laughs> I think I said din. din yeah, you, you yeah. said to din. I kept din wearing that. I don't remember who I said, but I'm going to say now Quinlan Voss for sure. Because <laughs> Quinlan Voss is a fuckboy. <laughs> Quinlan Voss is a huge fuckboy. <laughs> He'd be hot. Like, He'd be hot. Am I not allowed to say Kiadi Mundi because he doesn't have hair on the top of his head? He has a beard, so he's haired. He is haired. Imagine, imagine if he just had a stripe had a of beard, hair all the way ball. up. Yeah. Just oh, like, that's, that's oh, horrible. That's my that answer. Is, wow. Oh, this is the most cursed answer possible. <laughs> he, this is yeah. revenge for the egg content. <laughs> oh, that's my answer. man. God. <laughs> But if his beard was also like a fuckboy haircut, like fa- like it faded into a goatee. You know what he does up here on the top of his head? He's got a fucked up ponytail. He does. You're right. What the fuck? I hate right, great. everything about It's a valid answer then. Him. <laughs> this is the worst. This is truly, truly awful. My other answer was going to be Jocasta New. <laughs> She would rock it though. Yeah, rock it. She'd, yeah, she'd look really good with it. It'd be good yeah. for sure. Um, cool. Well, we have a ton of listener responses to get through, so please bear with us as we get through all three of these. <laughs> <laughs> X Wings in History said, "After two weeks of telling myself to make this, I'm finally prepared to answer the listener question." Stream, <laughs> and it came with a delightful. I don't know if I'd call this a Photoshop. <laughs> a, it is a compilation. It's a, <laughs> it's a collage. Collage, yes. Yeah. It's a collage of two images stuck together that is beautiful. It is very good. Thank you, X-Wings. Uh, Dinner Leader said Lumpa Waru, which I had to look up. It's true. <laughs> I've only ever heard Lumpy. Like yeah. I know if Dinner Leader had said Lumpy, I would have known who we're talking about, but Lumpy that's who? the full name. <laughs> yeah. I discovered this recently because I was Googling which when I wanted to know exactly when and how Chewie died. Because it's like all I've heard is being crushed by moon. And through Googling through Wikipedia and Chewie, Wikipedia and Chewie, obviously, I found Lumpu Aru and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Lumpy. <laughs> And then Chewie's dad, Itchy. Yeah. Don't remind me of that fucking... He's a, he's a creep. He's a creep. He oh. just wanted to watch some porn on his virtual reality headset. Grandpa, hey. it's Christmas. Go in your room. Don't do this in the <laughs> fucking living room. God. Star Wars is so fucked up. <laughs> the worst part about this is this is not even like a bit we've made up he legitimately watches basic softcore porn on his fucking virtual reality headset in the living (laughs) grandpa grandpa like stop it what if you didn't truly what if you didn't And finally, and again, thank you for staying with us through all these responses. <laughs> Dylan said, Yaddle would look very queer and thereby incredible. Yaddle would yes. look extremely yes. queer and that would be Yaddle really good. Yaddle would look good, for sure. <laughs> really 
<laughs> Yaddle shows up. Yaddle shows up in the sequel trilogy with this haircut, being like, "I lived, bitch." Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my god, I'm gonna photoshop we deser- that. We deserve this. We deserve Absolutely. this. Where was Yaddle in the "I Am All the Jedi" bit? Right. But no, because she's not dead. That's why. Yeah. yeah. So why would she she's talk to her? Alive. She's alive. She's alive. Yeah. She's living. She, she just scoops up Grogu and is like, no, <laughs> we're not doing we're not, this. We're not being part of this. Thank you. Uh, glistening Bodies for everyone. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and they were, all, they were all great responses. They really were. I think uh, this week, let's just ask that cursed <laughs> question from the beginning of the episode. What does a Wookiee yeah. look like? Yeah, that's a good one. What does a Wookiee egg look like? <laughs> You've heard our answers, right. listeners. <laughs> you can't steal them. Uh. <laughs> All right, listeners, hit us up on Twitter with this week's, uh, your answers to this week's question uh, at Rogue Podron. Our website is roguepodron.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher, whatever it is. We're on all of them, probably. Um, mm, I didn't think of a good joke for this. Oh, if you want to know more good recipes to make with Star Wars creature eggs, not Wookiee eggs, um, <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roguepodron. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes, please. Thank you. Are like mudhorn eggs a delicacy, but you have to eat the fur also? <laughs> no, you just dip your hand in the yolk. Yeah, but yeah, like I feel like you're getting hairs in there. It's just the hairs add to the flavor. Yeah, they do. I'm gonna they add, it's, it's collagen. <laughs> like a like a kiwi. Yeah, like a kiwi. Fruit. I need to be stopped. I really hope you're <laughs> doing about the who who among us doesn't need to be stopped? <laughs> we all need to be stopped. Yeah. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> now there's two of them. <laughs> Imagine trying to poach a mug mud horny egg. That would be fucking hell. I think I don't know if the water could really permeate through all that fur. <laughs> okay. I that's... mean, you, you don't poach an egg in the shell. <laughs> Okay, I was thinking about hard boiling because I like them boiling. Oh yeah, no, hard boiling would be hard. I feel like poaching. I just I can't <laughs> right, like getting the water to spin. You need a big fucking pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, leave us a review. Thank you. <laughs> Five stars. so next time (laughs) jedi academy trilogy jedi search chapter 27's to the end we're gonna finish this bad boy up and then we'll have danny back and we have some other cool stuff planned for y'all um so make sure you turn in tune in next time and with that this is rogue padron signing off pash out Eggs all the way down. Eggs all the way down. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew.